Welcome to Booze and Banter. We're all friends here. We like to talk, drink a little talk, and have a really good beer. Beer. That's what we do Tuesday nights because we like to hang out. Booze Banter. Booze Banter. We never had no clout. I've never had no doubt. Now is the time. What's up, guys? Welcome to Booze and Banter, episode 32. It's the spooky episode, because it's going to be Halloween in a couple of days here. We don't, I don't know if we have any spooky things um, planned for you, but just, just be scared the whole time. Be on edge, because we might come out with something scary. You never know. Um, but we're going to start this week off. Like all the others, with happies and crappies, who would like to start? I'll start. Heck yeah. The beer I have is actually kind of spooky that I'm trying today, tonight. It has got a jack-o'-lantern on the can. Little little uh, sneak peek there. We'll get to that later, but if we want to throw in spooky, I saved that one for this uh, podcast. But um, my happies... For the week is that um, I know a while back I told you that I am uh, I don't know if this is three weeks ago four weeks ago whatever but I'm trying to budget myself a little bit better um, although some may think this is a crappy I'm slightly over budget but it's going well like I'm, I've this is the first time I've been like keeping track of my money and it's honestly it's pretty crazy how much money I spend on booze which is which is ridiculous <laughs> so you know it's free though the banter the banter, yes. I'm saying but right I, now, I, though, if you you'll save money if you stop drinking on booze, but you'll just spend it all on bubbly, dude. Bubbly, bubbly is just <laughs> as expensive, man. This should cost a lot. <laughs> I have actually, I don't really like carbonated water by any means, but I've had a couple bubblies actually this weekend. I've had <laughs> two bubblies this last weekend, and uh, surprisingly good, pretty they, good. They so. hit you, dude. They hit you different. So I may I may uh, dabble a little bit over into that uh, into that bubbly lifestyle that you have. What's more manly, a bubbly or a Lacroix? <clears throat> oh, I think Lacroix. It's got to be Lacroix because yeah. if you're man enough to drink one of those, salute. <laughs> that Lacroix? shit burns. Well, Lacroix has like no good uh, marketing campaign, so you actually have to be like, you have to search out the bubbly water. My first time ever experiencing LaCroix was in middle school, and I was at a buddy's house. And he was, he was that buddy that always had, like, a fridge in the garage stacked with pop, and you could always drink as much as you wanted. So, like, you know, we're just hounding Mountain Dews. And he gives me one of these things called a LaCroix. I'm like, oh, what the hell is this thing? He's like, no, it's really good. You crack it open, one sip, spit it out, dump it out. The worst fucking thing in the world. Dude. When you're expecting, like, a Mountain Dew sugar-type hype... And you get the fucking carbonated water when you're fucking 12. That is at like... Least, at least like, your friends had Mountain Dew in their fridge mixed with LaCroix. I had a friend that only had LaCroix. Nick Miller. <laughs> Nick the Miller. one and only time I went over to Nick Miller's house, he gave me a LaCroix. And it pissed <laughs> me off. Because I'm 20 fucking years old and you're handing me LaCroix. Every time you go over there, you know that fridge is stacked with the LaCroix. It might be it might be a six-month-old LaCroix, but they, they keep accumulating. And, I mean, hey, if you love them, you love them. If you don't, I think it just tastes like 
a seltzer shout without out, the seltz. Shout out to Nick Miller. That's why he's got a good body. Hey. If, if you want to, maybe Lacroix's got something that we don't know. Yeah, Steroids. lack of sugar. <laughs> it's like a white claw without the claw. It's just white. <laughs> it's, a, just, it's just like a pale it drink. Is, it's, a, it's a white person drink. Lacroix <laughs> is a white person drink. It, I mean, it is what it is. Um, back to I guess what I what was I where was I here? In your happies and crappies. Yes, that's oh, right. You fucking spending too much money. We already got like five, five, five minutes on the first person's crap or happy. Um, it's expected. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see. Slightly over budget this month, but but it's just good. I think it's just good that I'm like actually watching what I'm spending because I can kind of realize like, holy shit, I actually spend this much money on like this and this and this and like, oh, I really thought I spent more money on these things, but I don't. So it's just, I just think that everyone should at least track what they're spending for just like a month to see how it goes because don't tell although, me what to do so did your did your booze budget go down but your budget for the northern go up or what no sadly that did not happen um okay. how's the northern doing i can't i can't i can't imagine strip clubs are doing very well in these covid times i all cannot got, imagine all you gotta wear is a mask oh really i guess no, nothing else is like required it's just mask you're in they don't even like wipe down the bar between strippers. Well, they no. wipe them down with used cloth masks. Yes. <laughs> we have a big mask mandate in North Dakota here. We are the highest um, COVID location. Have I think really? it's right now. <laughs> yeah. like, well, the thing is, like, North Dakota, it happened so late. Like, for when, for when everybody else was spiking, North Dakota had, like, no cases. That's that's also like not necessarily that's true fucking because so true. Every, that's so when true. everybody was spiking, our population was half. That doesn't count. What none do you mean? The college, none of the none of the college students were here. It was in the summer. Well, I'm just yeah, exactly. Very, so now you're yeah. spiking because you're getting everyone back. Like before, you had no one. Okay, so, so if these people were here in the summer, we would have also had this. You haven't been living here. I'm telling you, man, they aren't doing anything for COVID. I'm just like, saying. I'm just, you can walk into the OB right now, maskless, and act like it's not non-existent. I think there was a mask mandate that got tossed down this past week, so you have to wear masks in most establishments in oh, North Dakota. So that wasn't required before. No, no they, they just did it. Oh, <laughs> I thought you guys. I, I thought you guys told me a couple weeks ago or months ago that you guys had to wear masks. Nah. Nice. Governor looked Morehead. down. He's like, "Oh shit, we have the highest case count in the world. Might might put the mask mandate on now." <laughs> nah, dude, that's putting North Dakota on the fucking map, baby. People that's need to respect it. it. They, they Propaganda. It Let's go. And into my <laughs> crappy, <laughs> which was that I just. I was out on job site today and I was I didn't expect to be and I was wearing some uh, one of my nicer pairs of shoes and they kind of got ruined so now I have to go and get work boots tonight what's uh, that there goes the budget there you goes yes yes there wait, go. wait where are you going where are you going for the work boots honestly probably I won't have to wear them that much because I'm not on job sites that much so I'll probably just get like a half decent pair at Walmart Hey, dude. Red Wing, dude. Shout out Red Wing. Best work boots in town. 
I'm an Irish setter guy myself. Well, you can get those at Red Wing, so it's all good. Okay, yeah, dude, Red Wing <laughs> all yeah, day. Cost you a I, couple hundred bucks, but fucking so comfortable. Never be cold. Beautiful. How long do they last? Uh, I bought mine last winter, and they lasted me all winter, so at least one one season. Uh, before good. you make any big purchases on work boots, I did see that Croc is coming out with a boot. Oh, I well, think I have to buy this tonight. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm, I'm saying like, it's the one flaw on the Croc is it's it's not very uh, weather friendly, but they they're coming out with the boots, so just keep your eyes open. I'm just saying, all you need is like a fuzzy Croc, you know those those little warmer ones. I don't know if it's actually the Croc brand that makes them, but like the the fake fur inside the Croc, that's what Are you you're need. talking about. Uggs. No, dude, I'm talking about Crocs. You never seen the Crocs with like the fake fur inside? That's all you need, man. The oh, Chewbacca Croc. Dude, the Crocs is the, the most versatile shoe in the world. Oh, the Croc is. I'm sorry, Lawrence, that we have completely cannibalized your happies and crappies, <laughs> but I, when I bought my Crocs. I never thought in a million years that those Crocs would be as cool and as awesome and as comfortable and as perfect as they are. But they are the best shoe I have ever bought in my whole entire life. They're and perfect. They, they are. They're so indestructible. Perfect. You can get them wet. No big deal. It's, it's just all terrain, all weather. Doesn't matter, dude. I've never owned a pair of Crocs, so I wouldn't know. You're missing out. And what you lose in cool factor is what you gain in like just self uh, preserve like preservation, uh, self confidence. Like everything's all internal. That's the thing about Crocs is it's an internal um, journey that you take with your feet. And you you gotta watch out though. People do steal your Crocs, so you know you might not think they're very uh, like you might think they're like theft proof, but they're actually like shout Joey for stealing my Crocs. I, I haven't seen those yet. But that that's why I've been putting uh, a lock between the safety strap yep. and the holes in the top of the strap because like if they steal my Crocs, ain't no way I'm gonna let them put okay. the safety strap on yeah, the they adventure oh, strap. <laughs> Once they put that Since strap on, they can get off brand Crocs. And they've been kicking for four years now. What do you mean? That's a testament to how good Crocs are. If if somebody could make an off brand crack that I can buy for five dollars at the at the okay. Five dollars at the dollar store. I know it sounds it sounds like a bad deal, but it's a great deal. They're still kicking. <laughs> Anything but, else, Lawrence? I, I thought they couldn't even. I thought the dollar store it had everything had to be a dollar. Dude, Not that's Dollar Tree. The Dollar Tree is the best dollar store by far. Every, wait, isn't that the one? Everything the dollar, or is that something else? No, no, that's Dollar yeah. Tree, and then that Family Dollar. Most things are like under ten. My bad. I think it was a thrift store in um Detroit Lakes, the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, where well, I got them. Yeah, wait, those fucking crazy ones, those colorful ones, the yellow and black yeah, ones yeah. with like the million dot million dot holes. Yeah, that I remember. Yeah, that was a thrift store you got that from. They're still kicking though. But continue with your happies and crappy. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty much all I all I really had. Other than that, another slight happy of mine is that it is episode. 32, which means I do have some facts for everyone when they are done with their happies and crappies. Oh, so. shit. Who's I next? hope they're spooky. I will go oh. next, and are you wow. sure you don't have a slight crappy you want to mention this week? Or is that just me thinking that? Oh, oh I'm thinking how I lost in uh, in fantasy. 
Who would you lose to? I lost to the 11th place person in our league. <laughs> Ninth now, baby. <laughs> I also uh, did not have, like, four of my best players playing. Hey, dude, this is how the cookie crumbles. But I'm that's how Nick the cookie crumbles. And his, his whole team's, like, hurt around by, so I'm Shut hoping up. to get another. <laughs> I'm Shut up. <laughs> got a good team, actually, all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll take it into my happies and crabbies. Happies, one. Beat Cole Lawrence in fantasy. Fuck that dude. Dude, dude's trying to win this whole thing. Gotta take him Fuck out of that dude. Take cut his Achilles and like send him back like five miles. All right. On a happy two. Eagles won. First place in the division. NFC East. Bad division. But we are on top. And it's Dallas week. We are facing the Cowboys this week. That's gonna be in guaranteed Bakage Bar Baklock dub on Sunday night football. You heard it dude. here first. I can't wait till they fucking get blown out by the Cowboys. This is like one of the few weeks where I have plenty of happies and only one crappy. So just let, let me let me have my moment. I made chili this weekend. We saw we saw um the fights. We saw Khabib win. He retired. That was also a crappy. Seeing him cry in the in the middle of the octagon, it reminded me of MJ after he won a title after his dad died. It was kind of the same vibe. So that was good to have the guys over. Made some chili for him. Um, one, one second, one second. Yep. There are a few times in your life that you are going to witness greatness from beginning to end. And that was Habib's career in the UFC. If he, con- if he actually stays retired, he never lost. He kicked everyone's ass. It was never close. He, for the most part, kept his mouth shut. And that's one of the greatest UFC careers, sports careers, ever. Period. Said and done. Back the man's to never been knocked down. The man's never got a cut on his we fucking. Get, we could dig into that because we got. Some, I got some juicy details. Oh, I would know. like to add to that. But um, onto my crappy today. I almost had a a league ending injury. League of uh, Legends. Oh. Carpal yeah. tunnel? No, dude. Um, so yesterday at work, the forklift ran out of propane. So my other co-worker put a new propane tank on it. Um, and he said it was having issues. But before we walked out the door uh, yesterday night, he said it was all taken care of. And there was a, a truck that came in in the morning that I had to go unload with some pallets on it. And so I went to start it up, and it wasn't starting. So I went to go look if it, uh, the propane was... Going through the the tube, everything looked right. So I turned the propane off, and then um, I unscrewed it, and I got the propane ice-cold fluid burn on my hand. I don't know if you can see it in this lighting, but it was pretty scary. It's like a severe frostbite. I saw a picture. If you had your, If I had my hand under there for three seconds, my thumb would be like 12 times the size that it normally is i had as soon as the cold touched my hand i pulled it away thank god otherwise it could have been way worse but i do have uh, a pretty pretty good burn right on my thumb in between my index or my pointer finger and my thumb which gave me a little bit of a scare this morning but thank god it wasn't worse because that looks awful a propane burn is not fun wait so is that a happy or a crappy that's my crappy oh okay okay so you can still play league though. It hasn't hampered you yet, 
or have you? No, we have you... we we got a. So it just happened this morning. We got a big scrim five v five. All the guys in our team going oh, on shit, Thursday. Dude. Like a lot of shit talk going on. Like oh, it is a big deal. And I thought I was gonna have to like I'm. I I thought I was gonna be a DNP. Like they're gonna have to pick up somebody off the practice squad or something to come in and <laughs> Nick Bordeaux's raising his hand over here. He's ready. He's ready. But uh, yeah, it was kind of like. I was a little bit worried at first. Like, you don't really feel it, but it, it's so cold. Um, For gas to be a liquid, it has to be cold. I think it's like negative 140 degrees for it to actually be um a, a gas. This man it was so worried about his thumb. He's looking up facts. He's looking up propane facts. Checking out. And my, bo- my boss was out today, and my coworker suggested that I send him a picture of my thumb. So I sent him it as soon as that happened. And he replied to me four hours later. He goes, geez, looks cold. (laughs) He's just spitting the facts, dude. He's just telling the truth. Looks cold, dog. That's all I got to (laughs) say. So, uh, yeah, that was my week. A lot more happies and crappies. And that doesn't happen for me much. So we're going to roll with it. On to the next. All right. Well, I'll take it this time. I, I like getting on fields and seeing what the fuck he says. Um, so uh, for my happy this week, we uh, reorganized our closet. And for anybody that's ever seen my fucking closet downstairs, it held everything. Next to like 300 Frisbees, uh, three skateboards and all my baseball stuff and everything else. Um, we also had brewing equipment in there and then Eleanor's toys. Um, now we only have brewing equipment, Eleanor's toys, and everything went downstairs in in storage. That's a happy. That only feels the essentials, real. baby. Yeah. So all the discs are downstairs. Hopefully nobody knows what disc golf discs are because they're gone if they are. But, hey, happy as shit. Actually, if they get stolen, it might kind of feel nice, too, so I don't have to lug around 300 discs everywhere I go all the time every time we move. Um, for my crappy, let's wait, 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 wait. Let's be frank. If they get stolen, you'll be happy, so you can buy all new discs. So you have an yeah. excuse to keep going. That's probably true. Well, there's some in there that I'm like thinking about bringing back up, but then I'm like, dude, what is up with you? It's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sentimental value. <laughs> yeah, for like no reason. Like I've got like four of the same exact disc, and I'm like, I. I know they're worth like 70 bucks, but I'm never going to sell them. I don't know why I like to collect them. You might as My well have base... a crackhead have one. You know, come on. Yeah. So, um, crappy. This. Oh, another another happy. Uh, Ash, or Eleanor's daycare lady's back. She's back in action. She's, she's back working, so we don't have to figure that shit out anymore. Right. Um, also had homemade bruschetta. Thanks to Mr. Lawrence on uh, on Sunday. That shit was good as hell. Also had really good chili on Saturday. So it was just a fantastic fucking weekend all around. Uh, crappy, though. Eleanor decided to wake up at 4 o'clock in the fucking morning yesterday. And I don't know what it was, but I was just a different type. Per- I was a different person. I was not. I, I was fucking like feeding her her bottle and I just kept on saying over and over again, you need to sleep. You, <laughs> you need to sleep. You just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And I realized I was very demented or demonic at that point in time in my life. So um, that's crappy. Because <laughs> At least you recognized it. 
Well, actually, yeah, because she's only going to be little for so long. And like, like, why am I mad that she woke up? Because she was fucking hungry. Like, what the fuck was I doing? Um, But also she fucking woke up and that shit sucks. That's crappy. So maybe I'm not totally over it yet, but that's it. Damn it, Eleanor. Stay sleeping, dog. Stay sleeping. She did so good. Like two weeks in, she's sleeping through the night. Now all of a sudden she's like, yo, I'm hungry. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, I got no kids. I have no, so I got no, I got nothing for you. All right. So what do I have today? Uh, I have all the game three ending of the World Series. That was a couple, a couple awesome. games ago. So it's not quite as current, but that was an awesome ending. Um, you should explain it to the listeners. Well, it was, okay. Well, it's just a couple errors by the Dodgers to end the game and the Rays won. So it's, it's been what, like a, a week almost already. I can't even remember what day. That was on Saturday, so it's been like five, four, three days or whatever. So it's not even current anymore. But uh, does anyone else have this problem when you're... I guess maybe not you guys because you guys don't have mask mandates. But when you're wearing your mask inside a store, okay, I lose all sense of where my feet are. And you can't see your feet because it's like <laughs> blocking your peripheral boots. <laughs> So you're just walking around not knowing if you're tripping over children or stuff like that. So I'm walking around a gas station, and this place just has just been mopped. And I'm walking around, unannounced to me, there's a wet floor sign on the ground, and I boot this thing right into the chip kiosk. And, the, and these like are like all these big, you know, overpriced sun chips, like six bucks for a little bag of sun chips. And I just explode these chips when the sign hits them. And then I guess I don't really have an ending to that story. That's the whole story. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I start talking and I don't. And know I don't where know where I'm going yet. That was that's been all day today. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> I got nothing else. Did you, have, did you have to pay for the chips? Fuck no. I got, see, if you, the positive about wearing a mask is no one can ID you. You know, you just walk around. You just, you just like, just walk out, dude. You got a blue face mask over half your face. Little visual you know, ante. I was, uh, I went into, um, I don't know what store it was, like a Walgreens or something, and I had my hood up, I was wearing like a flat bill-ish hat, and I had my mask on, and the lady asked me to put down my hood, and then I deed me when I gave her my debit card. I was like, am I being profiled right now, and is this like how it feels to be profiled? <laughs> it, felt, it felt awful. What? Where were you? Like, you were just in like a what? random grocery store. What were you doing? I was at Walgreens, right across the street. Ah, uh, dude. And yeah, I literally gave her my debit card. I was buying well, formula. Let's for get, What were you buying? Baby formula. I was buying gripe water, which is for the baby. And gripe water. Gripe water is like this. It's like watered down grape water. No, it's it's like something for babies when they spit up. I don't even know. But it's like medicine. But anyhow, she fucking <laughs> asked me for my ID when I gave her my debit card and then asked me to put my hood down. That was very, I felt very uncomfortable. Well, I, I've heard that you can use gripe water to make, you know, like methamphetamine. So maybe that's the whole reason, you know, it's kind of a under the I radar sh- type thing. Yeah, I guess I haven't watched enough. Um, Did you ask her why? That would kill me. I would actually be like, why do I need to do this? No, I was trying to get back home with this gripe water because Eleanor was tweaking out. Oh. So, like she is right now. So, it's just kind of important. That bugs me. 
Yeah, um, well, I don't know why, because it like I don't know. I mean, I love it. I hope it happens more often to you. It felt really weird, and then I was just like, well, I don't have to deal with this a lot because I'm just like a a white dude. Um, so kind of puts into perspective like what other people have to deal with. Yeah, so, fuck your gripe water. Apparently, dude. I don't know. So that was that's a crappy. That is a crappy. Oh, but. also another Loki happy Twitter account for booze and banter is made. Follow banter underscore booze. That is our official Twitter of the podcast. Give us a follow at banter underscore booze. We'll be super active on there beginning next week. So uh, I don't know where we're going to take this with the twitter account but we're gonna be doing um some questions maybe some fan questions of the week maybe some giveaways once we get to a certain episode so that's also a good way to keep up with us did you what'd you say i said do a little like a little four picture collage of the beers we do maybe Maybe we can have like an excel spreadsheet we can like share out like a link you know hey the website's (laughs) coming along asshole the website (laughs) is coming along don't you worry that thing's Launching and I don't know when, but it's launching. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a good idea. And if we hit a hundred thousand followers within the next week, uh, Fields will post a nude. So, all you have to look up is Brandon Larson naked, and I'll pop up there. I'm I go under the stage name Brandon Larson when I perform my uh, acts. That's L A R S O N for those confused. <laughs> Yeah, shit. shit if we get a hundred thousand followers we, i think we're i think we're all gonna have to post nude honestly in a week it's not dibs, dibs i'll not. start only fans just because i you just gotta give me a heads up i need to go to my uh my waxer yeah <laughs> oh. i guess it's like it's like a, it's like a month wait out so uh just just let me know well that's because don trail's the best waxer in the game and he Don does it in a Hardy's parking lot. So uh, I actually cool. had to see Darnell the other week, and he, he he did well, but it was way more aggressive than well, I was expecting. So I know Don Trell's in the Hardy's parking lot. Where <laughs> this does is the dumbest <laughs> conversation I have ever fucking heard. I miss. I cannot wait for October to be over so Fields can be drunk on this podcast. Oh, that's what. Happy was. This is the last episode of Sober October. Oh, you mean Sober Fields. Thank God. <laughs> I And I um, just wanted to put a disclaimer out there. I, I know we've been saying Sober October, but it was more really more a sober 30 days. Because on the 31st, I will be having a drink on Halloween. Yeah, we don't we don't count days with an or months with an extra day in it. Yeah, uh, that's right. I think we should... Uh, I, I would like to hear the... The little chatter about Habib, and then um, and then we can get into the the beer facts after that, or just the fun facts. Okay. Uh, yeah. So did any everybody else other than Nick? Did you guys watch the fights on Saturday? I watched uh, no Habib's missed. fight. That's okay. it. Mm-hmm. Which I was a little upset because I watched the highlights afterwards, and they looked like there was a lot of good fights. There were some pretty good fights on the card. Um, but. I just want to focus on the Habib because he's twenty nine zero. Uh, he he won. He, he did you did you hear he won by like rear naked choke. He like choked him out, and this is a testament to how good of a guy 
Habib is. He heard all week in all training camp that Justin Gaethje wasn't going to tap out. Like, he wouldn't tap out or whatever. And I heard DC talking today on a podcast. He's really good friends, Daniel Cormier with Habib. And he was talking about how he didn't want to um, make him tap out in front of his family and everybody there that was watching. So he, if you rewatch the fight, he had him in the arm bar and he switched to the triangle choke to put him to sleep rather than having him tap out. So he, <laughs> like, Does that sound like a nice guy? It is. I mean, he didn't tap out. He's like, I, I know his family was there. I didn't want to make him quit. I'm going to put him out. I'm going to put him to sleep rather than make him tap out and go or, against his... Or break his arm. Yeah, or snap his elbow. Yeah, or like some serious injury like that. And he That's... he didn't do that. And so that that was also a cool fact. The dude's 29. Oh, he's probably the most dominant fighter I've ever watched. And his fights, um, and he will go down as one of the greatest of all times. Um, but I saw some chirping on Twitter from John Jones about that because Habib did get placed as number one in the pound for pound um, fighter list over John Jones, which John Jones is a little bit ticked off about. But we can get into that. Dude, John um, Jones is a bad man. Well, okay, John Jones. What is his record? Uh, he is undefeated with one no contest. So he's not the best. Dude, he has he's so pretty here, goddamn here, good. Here is John Jones is um rebuttal to that happening. Habib has like four or five world titles. He won his title against Al Elo E and Quinta in a five round decision, and Ali Quinta was. Of last minute fill in because um, Tony Ferguson wasn't able to fight. And uh, so he has four or five world titles with three defended. And John Jones has been doing this with higher level of competition against some of the baddest motherfuckers in the game for a long time. And he has 14, I think, title defenses. 14? Yeah. And so that that's his whole thing. Like, how are you going to put this guy as the greatest of all time? with less of a resume and all of this stuff. Like, John Jones is like, I, I mean, I, I see it, but I also see, like, Habib is, like, one of the most dominant fighters I've ever seen. He's never made a mistake. He's never, he's never, he lost maybe one round in his career. I think that was round three to Conor McGregor before he tapped him out in round four. I think that might have been his one um, round that he's lost in his career. This dude's been absolute greatness, but I do agree with John Jones that he has faced some of the top level guys and he's he he has more experience and he's proved himself and all this and all that but I'm he'll he'll go back to number one pound for pound fighter um we'll see what he does in heavyweight and all this stuff but I just, I just want to say thank you Khabib for growing the sport um being a class act the whole time through and uh just, just giving us something to cheer for I mean I I'm, I'm a McGregor fan I hated when he beat McGregor but this dude is just just his class his dad died he doesn't want to fight without his dad anymore his mom didn't want him to fight this last fight because his dad passed away from covid complications and he just doesn't want to be in there without his pops anymore well, yeah so. was was his dad just a corner man or did he like actually help him it train his, or was he just that was his coach his oh, whole yeah, life yeah yeah so guess what about that so 
I think that's a big reason why is because John Jones isn't necessarily a class act other than when he's in the ring. Because when he's out of the ring, he has some uh, issues with uh, drugs. Yeah, a little bit of coke. No, you know, a little bit of DUI, a little bit of drunk driving. Come on. That's kind yeah, of that's... a big thing, though. Like, why would you ever vote somebody in for being... Why does that... I don't... Why does I... that matter? Yeah, why does it matter for just talking about... the integrity about... of the sport matters. No, have you seen what it started as? They didn't have yeah, fucking Yeah, exactly. Rules. They have to clean that up. That's all bullshit. I think that's all just excuses. Why, like, lame reasons why you can knock somebody is because of that stuff. It's like if we're we're talking about in like a fighting a fighter a fighting in the ring. So like, I don't give a fuck if you go outside the ring and blow fucking give horses blowjobs. I don't give a fuck. Like this, if you're in the ring and you're the greatest of what you do in there, you're still great. But yeah, it's, it's, being a, is... it's being a role model to others that want to do the sport, though. Because then other yeah, people but... are like, oh, I can just go and, and beat the shit out of people and do drugs and I'll be fine. That's... Yeah, I mean, like, he, he went through that phase where all that bad stuff happened to him. And, I mean, he is correcting it. He is growing. He is Wait, 26. Did it happen to him or did he do it? He was what? fucking, like, 19 when he was because when he young became the kid. greatest. Young kid crazy. got all this bunny destroying everybody. He he had a bad couple of runs and he is adjusting. Yeah. I I don't know what else you want to ask for. We you handle a fucking nineteen year old millions of dollars and sometimes that shit happens. I guess look at Justin Bieber. I don't know enough to dispute yeah. that. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I guess I don't know. I don't know, man. I like, get, I get that uh, when you give somebody like that young money, I, I do get that. But my, my, my thing is like if you're, if you had to choose between them, you're gonna choose probably the better overall role model. You know, like they're those kids that are in, that are in school that are way smarter than the person who gets like elected as like the valedictorian and all these things. But it's because they have the better resume of like, I did all this yeah. shit. That doesn't mean they're extremely smart. See, they're just not a good representative for the sport. I think Charles Barkley said it best, man. He said, "Just because I I can dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kids." He, why why are you blaming someone else for being a bad role model when it's literally it's not their it's literally their job to do it, like a certain task, and then you're you're saying because you do this task really well, people look up that, to you. That's like, not their, their, if you can't look up to you, task. Why why is why is being doing something else if you don't if you don't want to like participate in like being a role model why should you get knocked on that like then you right. shouldn't be then you should not be a professional athlete why why not a role model that's why just not? that's just a fuck do you like okay why does it matter what they you, do like why do you know who my model? favorite that's athlete of all time is michael vick and we know what he went through what did what has michael vick done since since exactly you're not giving john you're you're you put no, yourself in the here's, here's what i'm saying about john jones if he was truly the greatest ever he wouldn't have to go on to fucking twitter and be a little bitch because everybody is fucking like the ufc is fucking putting this guy on the dog shit list for past he's, things that happened what, what habib has four or five world okay. titles okay john okay okay jones so john jones is 15 he's 26 and one uh he was disqualified for illegal elbows one illegal elbow. 
26 to 1 with illegal elbows because he did lose due to that illegal elbow. He failed a fucking drug test. He wasn't able to fight due to that failed drug test. Which um, the drug test like, was, it was a false sample and it should have never it, happened because it, it was fail. a tainted supplement. It, it was a tainted. If we're, if we are you are. Looking you stats, are. You if are. We're if we're looking strictly at looking at stats, John Jones blows Habib out of the fucking water. What, what? do you mean? Oh. We're Twenty nine and zero versus twenty six and one with one failed drug test with versus 14 zero one test. titles versus four. Are you kidding me? I'm just me? saying, with more wins. It's more wins. No, it's not. I mean, there's, there's less no, failed drug no test. Question in my mind: Who the fucking greatest all time combat athlete is? And it's John Jones. I know this is the banter side, but I would get heated over this over my fucking dead body because John doesn't lose. He outclassed everybody in his point in his weight class. Fought better fighters. Who, the, who's the best person that Habib fought? Conor McGregor. Took him to four rounds before he choked him out. Who has John Jones fought? Everybody in the light heavyweight division in their prime in the last 12 to 15 years. It, it just doesn't look like. If you're just looking at wins, losses, and failed drug tests, and I mean, fuck, dude. I 100% agree with Fields <laughs> on the Charles Barkley quote. That is 100% right. This dude is, you don't have to be the perfect role model to be the best at what you do. And that is John Jones. Not the best, but you need to be a good role model, role model if you're in a professional setting. What? I mean, yeah, there, there is debate there, I suppose. Because, but I mean, because like, you, have, you have so many people watching you, wanting to be you, and then you're just worsening, worsening the world by being an awful role model for people it, that are looking up to you. Back to Cole's back, like, why is it their job? Like, his job is going there and beat the fuck out of everybody. Because that if you if you want to join the MMA in a setting in that way, you have to understand that you have you have this uh, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? You have this you have accountability that there's going to be people watching you, and you can't obligation. just be. Yeah, you have an obligation. Yeah, that's a good one too. I couldn't think of it, but like. The UFC is really lackadaisical on professionalism, and I think that's a big reason why they haven't uh, grown as big as other sports. They are getting very big, and I do love the UFC and, and MMA and pretty much anything involved that boxing, everything. But I think you know, I mean, they allow, they let people just cuss up storms and shit sometimes. And like, as much as I don't really give a shit about that, I could see why other people do. And uh, they just need to kind of uh, clean up their their athletes and themselves a little bit. And I think well, yeah, here here's my last rebuttal of this. <clears throat> Nick Boardwell is the biggest Conor McGregor fan, and oh yeah, he fucking sucks. Yeah, punches old people in the faces, gets rape allegations on the weekly, and you still root for him more than I. Uh, let's say John Jones, like we're talking about where he had, I would, I would never in a million years want my child to root for them. I mean, I wouldn't then, want him to root for what well, athlete Ross. doesn't get rape allegations though. Nowadays. Oh, shut the, shut up. Ben up ben we're not talking about you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio Brown. Yeah. They suck too though. That's why I'm a, I'm a purist. I'm a Joe Maurer fan. That's it. Hey, Justin Moore bust. <laughs> yeah, right. Carson we Wentz is a good model. Yeah, yeah, Carson Wentz is good to go. Um, just football and base. 
just baseball. I'm going to stop at football, too. I guess. Just, yeah, I'm going to only allow Eleanor to watch baseball. <laughs> That'll be that. Fair um, enough. No, that's, that's, that is a good point. Like, Connor sucks. Um, John Jones sucks. Uh, <laughs> it sucked. I think Michael Vick has done more than either of those two to come back and be like, yeah, guys, I fucked up. Um, so that's that. That was, that was our banter segment. It was fun. That was it. I got a little bit heated there. Sorry, guys. But, you know. No, need to apologize. It was the one thing I knew that would make you mad. It is interesting to actually look at uh, John Jones' fights and actually see that, yes, you are right. He did fight fantastic fighters. Um, he is great. All don't, in their primes, like legends. You don't have to pull a Donald Trump and tell everybody how great you are just to prove that you're great, though. Um, so, and, and it's something that LeBron would do too. And LeBron does do is he says like, yeah, put some respect on my name, all that bullshit. That's just people with very low self-esteem that are. Yeah. I, I mean, I just want to say again, shout out Habib, man. One of the greatest I've ever seen do it dominant and everything he's ever done in the octagon. So I'm sad that he retired. I would like to see more, but I mean, I respect that he doesn't want to do it without his his coach and his father anymore. So, um, thank you for everything you've done for the UFC. Wait, wait, wait! wait. Right before before we end on this, did you guys see the? I saw the the an article saying that he he retired because his mom asked him to because his dad wasn't there anymore. Did you guys see that quote? Yes, he said he his mom did not want him to fight that fight against Justin Gaethje because oh just that fight or fight ever again well, well like ever. ever again but she she didn't want him to even fight that last fight isn't that kind of selfish of the mother saying son you can no longer do what you are the best at can't you say can it's like because I am the mother like hey son stop your professional career why because I said so basically because your father died like I get it it's emotional but shouldn't Shouldn't that be the son's whole 100% choice? Why should his mother weigh in at all? I don't feel like. I, I guess mean, it depends on how their um, their familiar relationship is, you know? Like, if, if the mom's the head of the household, we don't know how, I guess, Russian households are ran. Um, but you, if you have a deep, deep respect for your mother and she's saying, like, hey, your father's not here anymore. Um, this was, yeah. like, his pipe dream, not yours. Like... In in an American sense, where we're all like very uh, dependent, uh, not dependent, self dependent, is that the word? Anyhow, where we're self dependent, like you're good to go. But maybe there, you kind of take it to stock what your family has but, to say, which is kind of true in like every other country ever. My, like, but my question was, do you think it's selfish of her to ask that? No, I don't think it's selfish. I think since the since Habib was very little, they're a very tight-knit family. Like, they're so close. And ever since he was little, and he was fighting bears. His his dad was, like, he was wrestling bears. His dad was his coach from, when like, he was four years old. Like, throughout. Like, they did this together. This was their thing. And, and the son like, can't have his own legacy after his dad passes away. His son it, can it, continue on his own legacy. He doesn't want yeah. to without him. I know, I know. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. I think, I yeah, I think it's more of a family thing. I think that's a family it's legacy. It's a respect. It's a yeah. family legacy. And it's like, I feel like, I feel like Habib wants to stay in the sport. He could dominate for another five to seven years. He wouldn't lose. 
And it's just he doesn't want to anymore without his his number one supporter, without his coach, without his father. And maybe, and, I mean, also, like, his translation, like, coming through, like, he's pretty good at speaking English. But maybe, like, what he meant was, like, hey, I sat down and I talked to my mom and, and they decided together, like, she advised him, you know, in, in one of those, like, advisory roles where, like, anybody does that, right? Like, you sit down, you talk to your parents, you're like, hey, I, I think it's a good time like for me to ask my girlfriend to become my fiance and they're going to be like, yes or no, you know, it's, it's just, that's a big life decision to, to keep going and find a new coach um, where all he's known is fighting and wrestling alongside his dad. Maybe she was like, Hey, mentally, I don't think you could do it. Maybe that was more Whoa. or less. What the now was, you're you know? getting, now oh. you're getting shots fired. But conspiracy <laughs> alert here. Conspiracy. This is my cons- conspiracy alone here. She killed him. Nope. Okay. <laughs> Carol Baskin him. No, 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 no. This was... He was looking for a way out to to stop on top, you know? Because, like, if you stop on the top, especially shorten... If you shorten your career and stop while you're the best, people will always remember. And they always say, what if, what if? And they'll always imagine into something greater and bigger than anything could ever really be unless he was undefeated for the next 10 years you know like if you stop when you're on top or like if you had a john jones career or you die when you're on top you're always going to be on top they they never see the decline like like uh vince carter the man played for fucking 70 years his last 25 of them whoa not that great don't disrespect carter like that i loved vince carter growing up but now as a as uh, a twenty-year-old guy, he gives watching. us one dunk a year. Exactly, but he used to be so Perfect. much higher. If he stopped when he was on his peak, I would still remember him like that. But he p- played ten years l- too long, and you don't see that. Sure, he still had a good career; people still respect him. But it's not that same height. I don't have that same picture of Vince Carter in Toronto. So I have the Vince true. Carter with a fucking big ass headband can b- jump like half as high as he used to and get that one dunk a year. It's too. It's too bad his mom didn't tell him to hang him up. See, that's right. That's, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You think that's part of the thing too? I don't think it was disrespectful for her to ask. I think it would be a little bit disrespectful if she expected him to, or like, not even expected, but if she like almost forced him to. I think that's a little disrespectful. I don't. I don't think it is at all. If she were to ask and like actually have the conversation, like Nick was saying, but if she went into it like thinking like. You need to retire now. Like you must retire. I and think see, that's that how be. I took it. There, then again, I yeah. don't. I didn't really read it that much, but that's how I took it. I thought that was really. I see. I see. I could completely see how if that's how she went about it, I would think that's because what if he's like, no, I want to show like what I can do to dad because I know he's still watching, kind of a thing. Like, like she didn't know that. So I'm saying if if she asked like yes completely fine or advised it or whatever but if she like just 100% expected him like you need to you need to retire i expect you to retire now i think that would be a little bit but i don't think that's how it went but i don't know i and know it's thought. a little early in episode for this um quote but while we're on Vince Carter and Habib and John Jones is there anything you want to say Mr. Lawrence nope Nope, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Well, I think it's time to hear some uh, fun facts to get us. What just happened there? What was your question, Bach? 
Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm super confused as well. <laughs> what? What was he asking? I have no idea. Do I? <laughs> I I know it's a little early to wait. <laughs> what the fuck did he say? Cool. Do you have any beer facts or anything? I I have beer. I have beer yeah. facts. What? what? <laughs> We need them. We need them. The episode thirty-two is spooky because we're just <laughs> collapsing. I need to. Okay. Okay. First one. We'll we'll just subside what just happened. Okay. Number one. Gin and tonics are actually slightly fluorescent if you have UV exposed to them. Can we get a fl- fluorescent? Uh... Definition? I I don't have the definition off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, they, like, like, they react to UV light. Yeah, like if you're at a club and there's like, oh, yeah, it's like a good club drink because it like it's not like extremely vibrant. Like if you put a black light on like a lime green shirt or something, but it does have it's it's actually the. It's, I think it's actually the tonic, not even the gin. I think it's just tonic water. Or one, one or the other. Can you guys see this? Yeah, I can see that, actually. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, so here's what, I'm, here's what I'm imagining. With the Booze and Banzer crew, we have a blacklight party with all of our best listeners, our top 100 listeners, and all we serve is gin and tonics. And we be glowing everywhere. And that would, first off be, that would be first off amazing because I'd actually be at a party. And then second, but it'd be booze and banter party. Everybody know everything about us. It'd be fun. This looks fucking good as hell. There's no, no way this fluorescent is There's like no that. way that is just tonic water. There's no way it's that fluorescent. Gin and tonic water. I think it's but the tonic pictures, water. There's no fucking way this is real. I'm saying it right now. It's conspiracy. This is fake. I believe that it is real. And, um... One thing about UV lights is I actually got one. I got a UV light to find Frisbees better. You tanning or what? No, no, no. I got one to find discs better in the woods. And it's like, they're really powerful. They they the, work very well. Where did Baca Does go? it look like a flashlight or what? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a flashlight, but then it uh, puts out UV blue light. And a lot of things are reactive that you would not believe are reactive. Oh, I bet, dude, if you do that in parks, just imagine what you're seeing. All the human extract. Semen. Yeah. Semen and pee and blood. Jesus. Yeah, it's great. That's a dangerous path you're going down to. Using a UV light in a public park, that is dangerous, man. Well, as we've been over, um, I'm listening to a lot of true crime podcasts lately. And so I need to equip myself with everything that could possibly solve a murder. So the next step was a UV light. Um, and, and then after that, I'm, I'm going to start, um, just questioning people on the regular about like where they've been, um, just to make sure that they haven't solved and, or haven't done any crime so I can solve them along the way. I want to throw out that Lily Bach has gone MIA. <laughs> I think his brain shorted out and he's, he's just gone. He's out. There's few things that is very passionate about one of them is um the ufc another is the eagles and the other is his girlfriend we tried to crumble one of them today and <laughs> or is we tried, 
Yeah, or it's or it's league. Um, and we tried to crumble literally almost everything. We we talk shit about the Eagles. That's one pillar. His boss going the, after or his work was going after League of Legends with his thumb. Yeah. All he has left is his girlfriend. I bet he just went over to his apartment. Uh, <laughs> went over to her apartment and he's just on a massive breakdown. Well, let's go to fun fact number two. All right. Because we got a cruise here because we got to do a review and we got a little bit of a time crunch today. Number two. This one I actually didn't do a fact check on, but I kind of wanted to because it's a little like, eh, really? But I put I got it. you. Uh, milkshakes were originally a frothy mix of whiskey, eggs, and then milk or cream. And if you enjoyed the, the shake that was given to you, you would shake the bartender's hand that served it to you. And that's how it became a machine. I don't believe it. In the <laughs> early 1900s, whiskey milkshakes were replaced for ones made with flavored syrup. But the word milkshake was first printed in 1885. But it wasn't for the kid-friendly treat. They were for the milkshakes that were a combination of cream eggs and whiskey. So I, you are the whole thing, I don't believe the whole shaking of the guy's hand. That's like, like when you go to Arby's and they have that bell and you can ring it. If they have good service, the same deal. We got to shake the guy's hand. Get, get out of here. Yeah, see, it's kind of like, but back in the day, you shook the hand if he made you a good, good milkshake. I like that. Yeah. I, so I'm going to stick with it and say that it's true, because especially because Nick just fact-checked it as well. So, he he fact checked Michael. so fast. I don't believe it. <laughs> All right. Number, number three. It is illegal to get fish drunk. In Ohio. <laughs> I wonder, Why? Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, like, so if you're caught, like, <laughs> dumping beer in a fish tank, it's illegal. Because you can't, you can't get fish drunk. In Ohio. I don't know about other states, but in Ohio, you cannot. So, what do you think, like, the perfect ratio to get a good fish buzz going on for, like, because you got, like, you think, like, 75% water, 25% booze? Like, Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> They'd be pretty Wait, that Okay. Or could he go a hundred percent booze and then would the fish survive? Oh no, they what, die. What's interesting is, um, in a lab in New York, uh, in New York, they exposed fish to alcohol, and the researchers found that the fish that were drunk swam moderately faster than the fish that were sober. So these hard workers. You're just hyping them up if you're getting them drunk. It's just like, that's perfect. Well, that's let me, what were they getting drunk with? Like vodka Red Bulls or what? Uh, they were getting drunk to ETOH, which is, I'm guessing, ethanol. That's vodka Red Bull if I've ever heard of it before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were just throwing vodka Red Bull in a tank, and they got millions of dollars to study that. <laughs> that's actually how vodka Red Bull got invented. Number four. <laughs> Oh, wait, were you still going to go, Nick? Sorry. No, I was just laughing because okay. that was funny. Uh, this one is a pretty, uh, not obvious, but kind of just a basic one. Um, roughly 600 to 800 grapes are used per bottle of wine. Ooh, interesting. That is interesting. And Do you know, then, go ahead. I think the thing, the thing about wine that's really interesting to me so you match is, it with yeah, that and the fact that if you crush grain too much, tannins come out of it. But if you crush wine too much, they still don't. And I don't understand that that process. But it doesn't matter. 
continue. I just last but not least, in the UK, uh, at home drinking is very uh, kind of very lax on the uh, on the enforcement. So kids can legally legally drink at home. Like if a cop would show up and see, as long as it's under parents' consent, a child can legally drink at age five. Oh, with parental consent in the Whoa. UK. But I want to know how they get to five. Like in the in like... the public, in the public, it's still eighteen. But five. if they were to come home, come into their well, go to their home. I should say, not come into their home. That's illegal. Go to their home, and see them drinking. As long as it's parental parental consent, they can drink at age five. This is my home, and Jerry can start drinking. He's five years old. That's what I think of right away. That's what I think of. Is he can do what he wants. It don't matter. He's a grown man. He's five years old. <laughs> Look no, at the hair on him. Now, we do have some states in the U.S. that do allow um, minors to drink in the home. But I think that's at 16, right? Is I that the age? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. I guess I'm not even sure. Because I know Minnesota and North Dakota are two of those states. Wait. Minnesota is one of those states um, that allows. And you can drink in the home, yeah, at the age of 16. If your parent gives you a beer at 16, you are allowed to drink in the home. If a cop comes in, doesn't matter. But if you do it at 15, then the parent gets arrested for serving to minors or what? Um, I don't have enough time to look into that, but we'll just give an educated guess as of that cop would probably not care because that's that. Guess who's reporting the cop? The parent. I remember my first ever beer. Yeah? I, it was a blue moon. I was probably 16. My dad let me try it. And I loved it. And you know what I wanted to do when I drank that beer? I wanted to give a beer review. So I think it's time for Full us. Full circle. To what a fucking turnaround. Holy shit. <laughs> here. Unless... We are not completely done with our. Uh, we are our completely beer. done with the beer facts. All right, perfect. So, one of our beers that we're reviewing is the Stone, ten three twenty ten three one twenty. It's a New England IPA, um, and then we're also reviewing Swing Barrels Django. It's a Belgian style triple, and then finally Bakhtivar. I completely fucking forgot what this beer was, even though I provided it to you. It's the Bent Paddle Brewing Cold Pilsner Lager. Hoo hoo. I think my uh, 103120 beer, you know, that's October 31st, 2020. I think that's just like Halloween. I guess I don't, maybe it is called 103120, but that's just the date of Halloween. I wonder if like another beer was called Halloween, so they just had to like name it something else. Yeah, I think, I'm thinking so, honestly. But yeah, 103120 is. You could also think of it as ten thirty one twenty, just so everyone is aware. Um. So who wants to start here? I mean, I anybody. Let's go can. with the man with the five year old shirt right now. Right, bar, let's, let's hear it. They say before you hear on the shirt, this was the undershirt for a sweatshirt today, so no hate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh. But yeah. Once again, I got this from Mr. Boardwell himself. I tried it this weekend. Uh. It's the Bent Paddle Brewing Co. Pilsner Lager from Duluth, Minnesota. Um. It looks like I'm spilling all over myself while I'm spinning this can around. But um, what is it brewed with? Do you remember? 
What's it brewed with? Noble. Uh, it says this yeah. craft lager harmonizes noble hops and premium malts found in North America and in Europe. We did the traveling to save you the paddling. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners, noble hops are the hops that are from. I think the Oral Valley, um, they're some of the original hops from like Germany. Um, uh, so they're not anything, it's not going to be like Citra, uh, Azteca or anything like that. It, they're, they're actual, like the original hops from Germany. That's what German beer is allowed to be brewed with. So continue. Uh, so onto the review, like I said, I tried it this weekend and like, I haven't drank too many Pilsners, um, or lagers. I thought, in my life in the next like that's just what a mcgolden is basically and i'm like okay so like this beer is like a little bit better tasting than a mcgolden there's nothing that i hate about it there's nothing that i love about it um personally it will it's it's got a pleasant flavor um i'm not gonna buy it to put into my mini fridge but i will never turn down one of these beers and i might even if i'm feeling frisky buy it on tap if i see it somewhere the thing I love about the Pilsner is um, it's a lager that tastes slightly more grainy. Um, so you kind of get the grains that, that come through. Um, but then you also get a little bit of hop character. And the point of the hops is for bittering. It's not for flavoring. And that's like really interesting. I'm sure Bach drinking it, you can kind of talk about that a little bit more. Um, but you're not getting any fruit flavors or anything. It's it's just bitter. No, it's it's a hundred percent straight bitter, but it's not like a bad beer. Like right now, I got a McGolden in one hand, and I got this other beer in my other hand. I'm gonna do a swish swish and and tell you what the difference is real quick. A little swish swish. McGolden, Water. really smooth, perfect, beautiful, best beer perfect. in the world. <laughs> this one, very good as well. It's got a little bit more of a a kick, a little more um something for you to think about after it's down your throat before you you uh you finish it uh it's it's just got that it's got enough of that um hop in there to make you like think about like wow what am i drinking this is not just like a mcgolden this is like it's like a step above uh, a little bit more flavor profile and so for that i enjoy it fuck yes I can uh, dive into mine because I see Lawrence is pondering dive his. Um, so, like I said, I, I'm reviewing uh, Django Belgian Triple. It's our first Belgian Triple on the review. Uh, on the podcast, not the review. Um, but a Belgian Triple is uh, it's a very good beer. Um, so, usually, uh, they're going to be higher in alcohol percentage. That's where the triple comes from. So it's going to be like between 7 and 10%. I think this one's like 8.9%. And then they're going to have like soft notes of um, banana and, and things like that. But the SRM stays low. And then the bitterness kind of stays within like a, a pretty nice window of uh, like 45 IBU at the highest and, and usually 20 at the lowest. And I'm in beer styles right now. For my fucking classes, so I'm rarely apologize to the listeners, but um, these are very very crushable beers at a high alcohol content. Uh, a lot of homebrewers brew triples because you can kind of mess up a little bit, but still get a lot of alcohol content out of it. Um, and the yeast that they use is just powerhouse. Um, so for this beer specifically, 
on the nose, you definitely smell the banana and then the clove coming out of it, um, which is so good. It smells awesome. And then when you drink it, Oh, it looks good. It looks yeah, like a nice looking beer. Fucking awesome. And then when you drink it, it's got a very soft mouthfeel, um, slightly citrusy. Um, but then you get like this little alcohol burn, which is pretty fucking like nice. Um, this is for me, I'm, I'm really surprised. I didn't think I would like Belgian triples. This is like right up Ashley's alley. Um, but this is one of my favorite beers, swing barrel brews. Um, it's called Django again. And I've probably had like 12 of these. Um, and they're, and they're like nine bucks a piece. So I, I, I just wanted to fact check. There has not been one bad um swing barrel beer. swing barrel beer review on here and i still have yet to try them so i was gonna say man you really gotta try their beers they got good stuff going on over there so i would i'm putting this directly in my mini fridge it's almost always in my mini fridge when i have the opportunity to pick up django um because you get i mean it's dry at the end which is really nice so it doesn't have any lingering flavors um but you get that citrusy um, and then you also, it's like sweet. They, they brewed it with like, I think the Belgian rock sugar. So you got like all these flavors coming together to create a really good high ABV beer. You only need one of them to talk way too much like I am right now. So right over <laughs> Mr. Lawrence. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so mine is, uh, 10, 31, 20 here. Uh, it's actually, it is, it's an IPA. Code? It's <laughs> what? <laughs> What was that? I said, is that a police code? <laughs> I got a 103120. <laughs> I said he's five years old. He's okay to drink. <laughs> or, or Halloween 2020, however you want to look at it. Another um, good looking beer. So it's it's very, yes, it's very good looking. It's uh, kind of like a dark gold. Um, It actually looks more orange and or brownish in the camera. Than, than it does in person. It's actually pretty yellow. So, uh, but it's good color. It is a kick to the damn palate with hops, though. From the, sec- <laughs> from the second it touches your lips to 30 seconds after you swallow, it is a smack to the mouth with some hops. Um, and, is, and it's got a little bit of, uh, of, I would say, some pininess to it, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um... But the can, I mean, the can is just Halloween. I mean, it's you exactly what you'd expect it to be. Um, it's but, pretty uh, sweet because it's upside down. Yes. Yes, I the can is upside down. That. It's got a great color to it. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, sorry. I, I took, it does have a good color, but I'm not a huge fan of this beer because all I'm getting is too uh, much hot. A little bit of dryness, a little bit of pine, and hops. And I am such a, if I'm going to have a lot of hops and a 9.4% alcohol, I need a ton of uh, of fruit to balance it out or of something other than just those flavors of, like, the dry flavors, like having that pine and the, and the, and it's a little bitter. So that's, that's a little nice, but I just, I need something to cut through it for me because I don't know, maybe my palate isn't quite as evolved yet. Who knows? As you but, were um, describing this beer, I could tell you, or I knew you weren't going to like it because you were everything you were describing as as the last 30 episodes are those are, those are the notes that you kind of seem to not enjoy as much. Yeah, and and de- definitely, definitely. And um, 
again, it didn't have a little excerpt or anything on the beer to know what I was drinking before I drank it, which I obviously like to do just so I know what to expect. Um, but yeah, this one's not going to be on in there, Nick. You'd really like this because it's pretty much just liquid hops. So, are you interested to hear what hops are used in it, though? Yeah, I am. All right, all right, all right. This might take a little while. Nugget, Super Galena, Simcoe, Delta, Target, Amarillo, Cascade, Galaxy, Citra, Nelson, Suave, and Monica and Helga. That that explains a lot because there's Sounds a lot like... of different things going on. It's like almost it almost feels like it has lactose in it, but I think it definitely doesn't. But it kind of gives you like a film around your mouth, but then it's also bitter. It's also dry. So it's just like I, it, I just don't know where it's going, and then it all comes down to just it just it kicks into the into hops again. So it's like it's all these mixes of things, and then it's just hops. So that actually makes a hundred percent sense because there's not anything I can really pick out from this other than just a lot of hops. It's so. so it's so interesting that they brewed this beer though, and they know that you shouldn't drink it past like 37 days from when it was brewed or else it's just going to be fucking awful so the name is actually enjoy by 10 31 20 like if you don't drink it by that day this beer is gonna which makes me want to buy this fucking beer (laughs) yeah i want to buy this beer and drink it like next year and (laughs) and see what happens you just throw up you turn into a jack o' lantern and just, and just fuck up. Yeah, but not 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 going to my mini fridge because of all the hops that Nick just said. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that was brew review uh, for episode thirty-two. Uh, again, we drew we reviewed uh, from Stone Brewing Company. Enjoy by ten thirty-one twenty. It's a New England IPA, nine point four percent with a shit ton of hops. I'm not going in the mini fridge. Then for Ben Paddle Brewing Co., the Pilsner Lager, which is literally the most vanilla name they could have ever chosen for a beer. Like, they could have done something. Um, but not going in Baca's mini fridge, uh, but he'd take it if you'd offer it to him. So when we do the booze and banter party, he's going to take it. 100%, yeah. And then <laughs> from Swing Barrel Brewing Co., uh, that's out of Moorhead, Minnesota, Django, which is a Belgian-style triple. Uh, that's going in my mini fridge. It's in my mini fridge all the time. And Fields, fuck, he left. I guess that's Brew Review episode 32. I was going to let him, like, give some words of advice for people that aren't drinking right now. Um, But maybe maybe we'll just dive in to our Would You Rather and fill fill Fields in a little bit later. All right. Uh, so I had trouble finding a would you rather this week. Reddit has been kind of boofy, but I saw this one about a couple hours ago. Um, kind of caught my interest because it was an interesting question, I suppose. But would you rather give? Would you? All right, Fields is back. Would you rather give bad advice or take bad advice? Do you know it's bad advice when you're saying it, or do you find out later it's bad advice? God, here do you we believe go with the it's good? As, yeah. do, you, it, do you believe in it? Why you say it, and then you find out later it was bad advice? Um, we'll go with the unknown, so it could be fifty-fifty. No, I would say you'd have to know that it's bad advice because then you then you're just giving good advice in okay. your eyes. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah we'll go with yeah. that. And then, and then, uh. <laughs> and then uh um 
when you're taking the advice, do you assume it's good advice and you use it, or do you know it's bad advice and don't use it, or do you know it's so bad when it, when you're taking it? when you're taking that advice, you you gotta take them by word. You think like, it's good advice. Like if if Nick's giving me advice, I assume it's good advice, but it could very well be like you know awful okay. advice type so, deal. So you, okay, so as we said that when you're giving it, you know it's bad advice. You yes, that's what Mr. Lawrence would like. Oh well, hell, I would rather. Uh, well, fuck, I don't know actually. I I can start. <laughs> yeah, I would rather give bad advice. Because nobody has to fucking listen to what I say. It's their, it's, it's their own choice to listen to what I say. So if I give them bad advice and they take it, that's their own damn fault. Okay, I agree with you. But at the same time, if I knew it was bad advice, I wouldn't want to say it. So I would rather take it. Cause, Fair enough. Because you don't have to act on it, right? You can just hear them. So it's, it's take bad advice or give bad advice. Oh, it's just bad, period. Okay. Bad, 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 there, bad. Would you rather I, take bad advice or good advice, Nick? Okay, okay, okay. Fields and I have talked about this a lot. I've taken bad advice before. <laughs> um, <laughs> extensively. I, I am a bad advice taker. Um, no, it's more you're, you're, a ver- you're trusting. I was good, also 18. Yeah, yeah, that else, yeah. Try to run a company at 18 years old. Um, <laughs> just a good guy, and then bad advice happen your way. And... But um, I would much rather take bad advice than give bad advice because um, you're able to progress past that bad advice. Like making up, making a big mistake, uh, like worth thousands and thousands of dollars, is well worth it than giving somebody advice. Which is probably going to be just as costly. Because you know it's bad when you're giving it, and I I couldn't do that. That's the thing. I couldn't do that. I I I've taken bad advice, and I've learned from that bad advice, and it's been very very uh, good for me in in the long run. And I'd much rather take all the bad advice anyone can give me, because you can just learn it from yourself, and you never have to give somebody that bad advice. If you just you never regurgitate it, like I, I would much rather be the filter. Maybe that's maybe because you're just too nice. Like if you're not quite as nice, you wouldn't. Instead of getting screwed over yourself, you could just screw over other people and be like, "Fuck it, dude, it ain't me." Well, the people that I took the bad advice from. Well, yeah. So they. That's the <laughs> thing. That's exact. That's the whole question. Baca's question is coming down to: Do you want to be the nice guy who takes it for the team, or be the asshole who just doesn't give a fuck about anybody else? I think. I think every day in my life, I would rather take it. I. I can. I could not stand because the people that you inevitably give advice that. to. Yeah. Clip it. No, <laughs> uh, inevitably the people that you give advice to are people you care about in some capacity and if i care about you i'm not going to try to give you bad advice i'm gonna i'm going to try to give you good advice because i fucked up somewhere along the lines so <laughs> yeah every day i'd rather take it uh than give it i'm i'm on the, on the same way like i just i keep looking back and i'm like okay well like let's see have i given bad advice or gotten bad advice and i think majority of the time if i if i've ever given bad advice it's not for anything. A, I didn't think of it as bad advice in general, or if it was, it was, it was something pretty small, like minor advice on 
don't know, something that well, isn't like big, when you big, told me to play Matt Ryan over uh, over <laughs> Tom Brady that that week. That was yeah. sabotage. That wasn't bad. See, that, that was see that's what I'm saying. When I give bad advice, it's like it's over things that aren't really that big a deal that's gonna and ruin somebody's life. Although. I also did not play Tom Brady that week, Nick. So it's not that I just like hey, gave the advice and then just said, fuck you. Can you tell him <laughs> the same thing this week? No, but I did play Brady this week and he did not. <laughs> Which that was hilarious. And I also had Tyler Lockett in my other league. So basically I had Brady and Lockett and that's just nuts. Like what Tyler Lockett did this week is just absurd. Yeah, that's nuts. In my other league, in my one-point PPR league, he had 55 points for me. Yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> Which is absolutely... I had Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, and Tyler Lockett. Those are the only three players I had left to play, and I was projected to lose by, like, 20 points. And those three literally got me 110 points between the three of them. So, just dominated. But, anyway, yes, I am with, uh, with Nick wholeheartedly on this one. I think when I give bad advice, it's not on purpose or it's not a huge deal it's kind of just like an opinion almost which may not be the right opinion but um yeah and that's why i'm letting you marry my sister nice thanks for that because it's i suppose it is all your decision well it kind of is (laughs) when you're the older twin you'd understand yeah you wouldn't get it because you're you're not a twin but when you were pushed out 10 months earlier you would get it okay Mm mm-hmm so all of us would rather take the advice not Bach yeah I mean you don't have to listen to me I could I could talk out my butt all the time and if you take my advice at your your own damn fault you know what I'm saying are you shitting me I come to I come to you for advice all the time are you telling me you've been giving me bad advice all these years it's worked out for you so far I'm sure you. I'm sure you took in some things I've said in the past, and you're like, "Nah, I'm cool." <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Here, try this. Nah, nah, I'm Thanks. good. <laughs> wise, wise words, Bach. I have uh, a switch up. I don't have a um, wise words tonight. I do have a really funny dad joke that cracked me the hell up. Go ahead, hit it. All right. Um. So, what is the difference between Dubai and Abi Dubai? Dubai <laughs> and Abi Dubai. People in Dubai don't like the Flintstones, but people in Abu Dhabi do. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, that shit had me dead. <laughs> what the hell? Abu well, Dhabi do. With, with that, that is episode 32 of.